Welcome to Buddy Read Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Nia. And we're roommates. And we're best friends. Thank you very much. I mean, we're both. Exactly. Therefore, mention it. Okay. We also love to listen to audiobooks. Recently, we started Buddy Reading. Or is it listening? Buddy listening? Buddy reading? You know what? It's whichever. Right. And we wanted to share our thoughts. Yep. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So sit back. Relax. Because Buddy Read starts now. Welcome to episode two. Yes, we are back. And we're excited to end. Well, not we're not excited for it to end, but we're excited to end Caribbean Heritage Month. Yeah. Um, we also acknowledge that it's Pride Month. We, yes. We read uh, books that had LGBTQIA characters separate yes. of the show. Yes. Um, so, yeah, next, next year, if we're around, if you guys keep on sticking around, we'll definitely make sure to highlight both Caribbean Heritage and Pride yeah. Heritage for with sure. this month. But we're so excited to talk about this week's book, and that is... The Girl with the Hazel Eyes. By Callie Browning. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you should be because this is your... My heritage. heritage. <laughs> At least on my mom's side. Yes. It, it's so weird, but yeah. If you didn't know, uh, this book was written by a Bayesian author. Um, yes. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop. I was born here, but I was raised there. In Barbados. In where? Barbados. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah. It, it was it was a really yeah. So it's, I it's, enjoyed this. It's funny though because usually um, I don't know if this is like a I think there might be a Caribbean thing. I felt so at home oh. in Barbados, and I've never actually physically been to Barbados. And you are one of my first real Bayesian friends. Yeah. So it was so interesting that it's like it's like the Caribbean, the West Indies. We we our culture. There's a little bit of differences there, yeah. but there's we, a lot of overlap. Yeah. Definitely. And I felt like I was at home. So I was having a lot of fun with this one. Yes. Yes. So let's jump into the synopsis. The Girl with the Hazel Eyes follows Susan Taylor, a Bayesian author who wrote a tell-all regarding the underworld of Bayesian independence in the late 60s. Set in the present and past, we follow our main character, Cordelia, who was brought to Florida from Barbados to help write Miss Susan's biography. Secrets are revealed on this twisty journey. It's a tale of success, failure, first love, and heartbreak that will have you turning each page demanding to learn more. For this review, we'll be focusing on the great, the good, and the bad. No ugly. Yeah, no ugly at all. And I was so nervous about that part. Right, <laughs> especially with this one because we, we will dive right into it. Yes, basically. <laughs> and if you hear some slurping, I'm drinking some tea, okay? Because I'm feeling slightly under the weather. Go so. ahead, girl. Sip your tea. Sip your tea. <laughs> Alrighty, so then I'll go ahead, jump in for my great. I really appreciated how Barbados was written. I feel like if you weren't a Bayesian or someone who had been there, it was still sort of easy to feel like, hey, okay, I can see the sunset. I can see the fields, you know? Not the sunset. (laughs) 
I, I only said that because there was that part yes. where she did talk about uh-huh. in length. <laughs> yes, she sure did in length and descriptive. Very good description, though. Very great. You literally felt like you were watching all the colors change, and you were like catching the breeze, just watching the sunset. I really appreciated the way that she wrote Barbados and she painted it with her words. And another thing was the the way that she meshed the past and the present. I felt like it was pretty seamless to me. Um, I really felt like I was in both places. <laughs> like I was back then, I was back there, you know, in yeah. the 50s, 60s. And then I came back to, to 2015. Like right. I, I was there. Right. Me and Susan were there shooting in the gym. Right. But then you were also with Cordelia. Oh, and, please. And, and me and me and Cord- Cordelia were like this. <laughs> um, because you can't see me. We were like, that's we your bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, that was so. <laughs> That's the most creepy way to explain it. Honestly, like we, we were there. I mean, Cordelia did some things. I was just like, mm, sis, I wouldn't even have like, oof, oof. Her, her, her ex-man. Oh, we are gonna- The decisions that she made, I, I was like, baby. Grow up. Hi, listen. And I know I was that like, how, how, what? She was 25 in the book. Yes. In 2015. And in 2015, we were 23. So right now we're like, the yeah. age that she kind of is and still we're just like that it could when I tell you it couldn't have been me oh there would be no way somebody would write that about me that's how much it couldn't have been me because <laughs> it would have done me a disservice like I could not but I really appreciated those two factors about it and it made it so great to me like how relatable Susan and Cordelia were and how great Barbados was written because I kind of not that I kind of, I really was nervous to see how that was going to play out and how Barbados would look. Yeah. But I think she really did a great job with that. Okay. Um, I don't think y'all will believe me when I say that we do not talk about our great goods. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me. we don't. <laughs> before the show. But uh, we have one of the same greats and that okay. was the... Uh, the author's writing in terms of the present and past, it was so seamless. Yeah. Um, like Nia said, I felt like I was in Barbados in the 1950s and 60s. And I also felt like I was in present time and yeah. it wasn't, it didn't jar me. Cause sometimes when you're writing present and past, it can be a little bit jarring, even if it's separated by chapter, which that's yeah. how the book is essentially set up apart from the first few chapters you're going chapter by chapter in different time zones or different not zones time areas (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that was one of my greats the other great apart from one specific thing which I will talk about in my bad I loved Browning's writing style yeah I literally was a little bit nervous because I'm gonna tell y'all this we cheated in two ways the first thing is this is not an audiobook <laughs> this is okay, this yeah. is an ebook. We <laughs> sort of cheated because we do say that we we listen to audiobooks, but this was an ebook and we couldn't get the audio for it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but the other way we cheated is that you know Nia was just great and she read it faster than me. So <laughs> after she read it, I was kind of like nervous because you didn't really say anything. It's not like yeah, I was trying because we were reading it separate of each other, which I was wasn't intentional. Not- I was trying not to give any like spoilers because I knew you were behind me 
or you were still reading, I should say. Yeah. So I was just like, well, okay, well, it was a good book. I was so trying to keep it nervous. as like straight as possible. So nervous because I'm like, oh, this is more literary fiction. If you don't know, I don't really love literary fiction. It's not one of my favorite genres. Um, I'm not to read, yeah, no. It's just not one of my favorite genres. I understand its importance, but I don't yeah. love it. And so I was a little nervous that I wouldn't like her writing style, but I absolutely loved it. I felt like from the first word, phrase, sentence, I was in the book. <laughs> and I I don't realize how much I take that for granted because not yeah. all authors are able to do that from yeah. the first yeah. literal sentence. A lot of times it takes a minute to get in. And if you're willing to put in that time, you'll get into the story. But with this, I was immediately drawn into the story. I'm like, oh, okay, hello, Cordelia. What are you doing? Um, so that those were my two greats. I loved her writing style and I really loved the, the seamlessness with present and past, which yeah. is also a part of the writing style. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned in our intro, you know, I felt like I was at home in Barbados. <laughs> just saying. Um, so the next section is our goods um one massive good for me which i love is i love a good character okay and i love a good character cast and okay this character cast was absolutely amazing the development of the characters were great thank you i was obsessed <laughs> with how browning wrote cordelia who is a 25 year old passionate about journalism, wants to be a writer, an, an author, and she gets this call from an, a, a big time author who unfortunately was shamed most of her career. Pretty Eyes Susan. Poor, poor Pretty Eyes Susan. <laughs> uh, but to write her biography and go to Florida and all of that, um, I felt like I was Cordelia in the sense of, I, I'm, I consider myself a writer, so this is obviously the pinnacle. If some if my Angela was still alive and asked me to write her biography, I would cry. Yeah. That's kind of the feel that I got from Cordelia. And then we get Susan, who we already kind of think of her as a bad guy with the way that she's portrayed in the beginning. It's kind yeah. of like she's the one that messed up. But for some reason, I, with those characters, when they're not completely the bad guy, I'm always like, so what's your story? And so I liked Susan. I liked that she was a little bit crass, um, that she wasn't like, I think that side of the Caribbean is sometimes shown in a stereotypical way that we yeah. can be not so lovey-lovey and yeah are, like you know and I, and I thought I felt like Susan was like my aunt <laughs> or not not anyways but like some of my family members and yeah. so I felt attracted to those two but they're the main characters so usually I kind of clap Cling on to them but then the side characters literally um i mean like kenneth I, I kenneth was like my brother my friend who i wanted to slap around a lot of the times and kenneth is one of the love interests for for susan want to slap him around a couple of times but i absolutely loved his growth yeah. um i hated this specific character hated winslow um, and for this episode, we're going to try to be a little bit less spoilery because we do want a lot of you to, to read the book, but Winslow could get these hands, but his development as the like, not likable character. Yes. Amazing. She did a fantastic yes. job yes. with each of these characters. I felt like they were three dimensional. I felt like they were people I know. So I was super, 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 super in love with that. Now, hmm. 
Another good, which is gonna sound a little bad for me, was the romance. But the romance had the trope that I hate, which is the love triangle trope. And so (laughs) I liked the romance because it felt authentic it felt real it didn't feel so fantastical like yeah. i'm a contemporary we're, we're contemporary romance readers so there's a lot of like not addressing real life stuff that happens in yeah. in those kind of books which i don't mind that's why i'm reading them <laughs> but um with this book it was kind of like it wasn't perfect at all like not even kind of it just wasn't perfect and i absolutely adored it uh but i do not like the love triangle trope and i will expound on that in my back so okay. what was good for you <laughs> All right, for my good, literally, like Kim said, we did not um, combine. I mean, we didn't share. We yeah, don't share notes. Literally, <laughs> what we I don't saying? share for this exact reason. Yeah, because we're like, we're probably gonna say the same thing. It's better to just say the same thing and online. have different takes on it. Yeah, um, yeah. But for my good, I really enjoyed the plot of the story. I really enjoyed <laughs> the plot of the story. I don't know. I had to say it again. Um, I thought I had uh, an idea of what it was going to be about and what was going to happen. Yeah. And to a certain degree, I did. But Miss Browning, sis, <laughs> you you did that. Okay. Um, all all of her characters, even though some were like secondary characters, it was they were still so prominent. I don't know what other word I could use. Yeah. It was. Nobody really fell to the back, except, you know what, I'll save that. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. I really feel like she did such a great job with the plot of the story. And she really brought me, and it brings me to another good for me, was the actual friendship between Susan and Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Like while it wasn't classic, a classic ending in a sense of what you would have expected. Or wanted. or wa- Yeah, or yeah. wanted. I feel like their relationship was so tastefully done and so real. Yeah. And it brings me back to like when my my aunts and uncles, when they came back to Barbados and they would meet up with their friends and these lifelong friends that they've had since they were like however old, but they had such a lasting impact on them that when they meet up, it's like almost like time never passed. Right. Like, I feel like that's how their relationship was or could have been and I felt it you know I felt that warmth that both of them had for each other yeah and it made it so real I don't know it was it was really good I sincerely enjoyed it and I enjoyed all the Beijing sayings I don't know if like it carries over to the other islands but some of these sayings I was just like okay so my aunt really was not making this up when she used to say it to me I really, I really appreciated that about Miss Callie's, um, you know, her her writings. Like she really did her research, and she it really showed in what she, and what she said in her book and what she wrote. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites was, "You can hide and buy land, but you can't hide and work it as the old singles." Yes, for me that was. <laughs> one of my one of my old neighbors actually that's funny used to say that a lot to me because me and his son used to play a lot mm-hmm. and he was still he used to hold, own no his sister owned the shop 
but his son would like come and play with me. We used to, well, he used to steal the biscuits from the store and then we would hide the wrapper in the, um, in the dirt, but we never hit it like deep enough. So like when the wind blew, the dirt would, <laughs> the dirt would lift off. off. Yeah. So he would end up saying that to us yeah. and I'd be like, okay. Well, you know, it worked for like a little bit. <laughs> we just got to dig deeper next time. Right. And it didn't matter. Yeah. I just remember that exact moment of just going, dang, he found me out. And I thought I had it because we would hide it and we go along our business playing around. Mm -hmm. And then he would come find us with the rapper like, you're still, you're still stealing biscuits from the store. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, that all of that to say, I really appreciated how relatable the book was. Completely. I <laughs> highlighted all of the sayings because some of it I knew um, because I've been around you most like for almost <laughs> 10 years, but also because, but also because um, some of it translates similarly in like Jamaican Patois. So yeah. I was like, oh, I get what they're saying. Like, oh, and what I think Callie did a great job of, of doing with the sayings is like giving you context yeah. around it. So if you're yeah. not technically Caribbean, um, you could still kind of get what and what like what the saying actually yes. is and means. And because you put, brought a plot, I forgot to say that she wrote this like her main plot was amazing. Yes. And those major revelations were great. They were perfectly timed. <laughs> I loved them, hated them and loved them at the same time. But I hated them because they were so good. Yeah. So for my bad. The main thing for me was I felt like the end was rushed. Like those last few chapters, I think she could have gone at least another two or three chapters, just letting it kind of simmer out in a sense, instead of being like, well, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> yep. I, felt, I felt like the ending was rushed and those last few chapters, I, I feel like she really could have just extended it a little bit and yeah, that's on that. <laughs> it's only because I really don't want to remember that one I had from the good. Yeah. I just remembered my bad. Another bad I had was how um, Susan's mom fizzled out. There was that notion of like what happened to her, but nothing was ever like. Explained. Yeah. It was kind of like. It's like she was this person and then she became something else and then it just kind of happened. And it was yeah, just like- Yeah, just like, hold on, what, what, what? Where are we going? What just happened? We were just visiting her on Sundays. Right, how? On Sunday, what happened? How did we get here? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was a wrap up that was kind of left or done pretty hastily. And I, I wish there was a little bit more explanation on like what exactly happened initially. Right. And then why she had to and then what happened to her. Yeah. That's about as like cryptic as I can say. Yeah, non-spoiler. That's about <laughs> yeah. as non-spoiler as you can say. Uh, but just know that a theme that's addressed is uh, mental health, so. Yes, yes. Winky, winky. Winky, winky, nudge, nudge, elbow, elbow, elbow all of that. Elbow, <laughs> And just because I'm petty, I want to say, Susan really infuriated me in the beginning. Um. Screw Winslow, screw Jean. Um, and that's all I'm I'm at because I'm really petty. I really wrote it down because Jean or Joan? Joan, I'm Joan. sorry. That's okay. I I read that wrong. It it's was okay. oh. It's okay. I was just like, who's Jean? I don't <laughs> And even when I, even when I said it, I was just like, Jean. Who who is who is Jean? 
Because I, I literally have Joan. But yeah. No, screw her too. And Winslow. And Winslow. And Susan, like, okay, like you said initially, she reminds me of honestly my family. It could have been my mom. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> um, Susan is mean as hell. My mom used to be real mean. And you knew she loved you, but she was mean. Very crass. Um, <laughs> Very crass. Yeah. That's a nice and, way of saying it. Yeah. And I'm and not, I'm not saying she's going to beat you or, or cuss you out, but she, she can hurt you with her words. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's where I got it from. Um, <laughs> yeah. So for me, the bad was screw Winslow, screw Joan, and Miss Susan, you need to be nicer. In the beginning, especially. Yeah, in the beginning. Like, after everything, I was just like, you know what? Mm, I see why. Right. But a petty part of me is still like, you you could have you could have sat there, ate a biscuit or something, and right. be real nice. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> what about so, you? <laughs> for me, same as you in the in terms of the pace of the story at the end. To be honest with you, throughout the book, the pace was very steady. And I appreciated it because with the story of this magnitude, you don't want the kind of slow, fast, slow, fast yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. it was a very steady pace throughout the book. And then towards the end, it was so rushed that it was kind of like, you didn't even like, I think specifically there's one scene that's supposed to be super impactful to the entire yeah. story that didn't shake me up in the way that I would want it to. Yeah. Because it just happened way too quickly. And I was just kind of like, okay, but this seems really rushed. Um, so on like one hand, I'm kind of like, well, you know, in real life, this type of stuff kind of happens. Everything yeah. doesn't get wrapped up in a nice bow. But at the same time, it just felt like we weren't able to kind of sit in certain things. And I think we yeah. need to sit in them a little bit yeah. more. Um, so I really feel like she could have added a couple of chapters. Can I just do a sidebar? Go ahead. I just feel like she was running out of paper. Like Either that or like she was running out of like <laughs> word space. Cause you know, like sometimes they put you on a time yeah. uh, word limit. That so. makes more sense. <laughs> Word space. Is that even what can word space? Oh, okay. I, think, I think it might be. I think it's it might word be limit. Word no, limit. I, I said You're word right. space. You're right. Like my space. Anyways, nope. Not detracting. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so yes, um, that was definitely one of my bads. It didn't technically ruin the story for me, but it took a couple of points off of the story for me. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I mentioned in my great uh pertaining to her writing style, there was one thing that was just ooh working my nerves, and that's. The use of big words. Oh, I forgot that one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slow. <laughs> and I'm not I, dumb. I don't have a problem with big words. I like it because sometimes I get to learn a new word. Yeah. It was just the flow of the story was usually stunted because she said things like Askins. And she said Askins at least 20 times. And I'm like, <laughs> no one says that like no one says that in conversation no one like you know what I mean? it was kind of like okay and then you know like melancholia instead of melancholy i was just over it i was just like okay all right i understand why this is necessary especially for literary fiction you're expecting these kind of like big massive vocabulary you're expecting it but i just it just was like like a speed bump and then like i'm a big I like context clues. I like to be able to figure out the meaning of a word by reading the sentence. Yeah. 
and it was easy to figure it out, but I still, with the ebook, because I love that about ebooks, I just kind of like clicked on it to make yeah. sure that I was right yeah. because I didn't want to continue reading. Do you know how much of that time that takes? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying there was, it just, the flow. Okay. I'm just talking about the flow. So that yeah. was my other bad. And my last bad isn't really a bad, bad, but I'm just particular about it. It's that damn love triangle trope, man. <laughs> I hate love triangles and I hate love triangles in all shapes and sizes. This yeah, is shapes and like, it's like you gotta, like, it's not just the triangle that looks cute and equilateral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the ones with the obtuse and all the geometry phrases <laughs> that I could throw in there. It was just, I hate love triangles. <laughs> yeah. And theirs specifically was, it was a nice, I didn't. I didn't mind it for the reality, for the authenticity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because authentic, it, it that happens. You know? It does. When when they say like sometimes the good guys finish last, it's a thing. It's just rather annoying. Right. <laughs> because I just don't. I never like that in specifically heterosexual relationships. It's always one girl against two guys, whether it's of her own making or not. That's always what it is, yeah. and I get frustrated. So I hate it. The love triangle. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> Clearly, I was passionate Clearly. about that one. Um, but overall, I did enjoy the book. Um, and my moral of the story is the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And what you do that gets you there can potentially harm your blessing. That was my moral. Okay. What? So it's funny that we kind of, they kind of resemble. Okay. They could be like distant cousins. On the same coin? Yeah. Two sides of the same coin? What's yours? I said we can make our journey longer than it needs to and people can suffer because of that. Ooh. They They kind of resemble. Literally two sides <laughs> of the same coin. Yeah. So what was your rating? I did a 4.75. <laughs> um... No, I felt like that that was the it was it's it's a great rating for me. Okay. I really did enjoy the book. It's just like I said, screw Winslow, <laughs> screw Joan. Screw Susan at the beginning. Yeah, and screw Joan and I blew screw <laughs> Susan in the beginning. I, I I just mm. and then once again the end ending was kind of rushed for me. So I, I had to deduct it. For, for for that, yeah. I really feel like that ending is the one. I really I really was playing with the screw Winslow and screw Joan. I just felt like the ending was pretty rushed. Yeah. So that that's why. What about you? Uh, same. I gave it a four point seven five candles. Okay. Um, because I deducted points, yeah. uh, but I ended up rounding it up to five on Goodreads. So I mean, if you round mine up, it's, it's a good it's five. five. Yeah. So, but um, I did give it a four point seven five for those exact reasons. I felt like the story would have been a perfect five if we had kept up pace. Yeah. Um, all my little new, like all my little complaints were just little complaints for the yeah. bad, but that was a big thing for me. Um, and you know, since we're doing candles, you know, we like to do the scents and mm. this. What's that scent for today? This scent was definitely tropical citrus because we were in Barbados or we were in Florida. Yeah. So, you know, the sunshine state or yeah. the beautiful islands in the Caribbean, you got to get that tropical breeze Ooh, and a little bit of citrus for the fruits <laughs> and such. So, yes. Is it the same for you? Yes. I really agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's time to announce our next read. Our next book. 
And with this one, we're super, super excited because we're doing something new that we plan on continuing with throughout the remainder of the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So our next read is... Why don't you tell him? Okay. Our next read is going to be The Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa. Yeah. Or is it Maya? Mia. Mia? We hope it's Mia. I don't, Mia Sosa. It's is not Adam, a Y. So yeah. if you don't have a Y, I'm assuming you're Mia. You know what? Because my name is Nia and some people still call me Naya. Which is aggravating. It is very aggravating. After I said Mia, I was like, could it be Maya? Yeah. But you know, I think I'm overthinking it. Yes. Mia Sosa. Yes. Girl, shout out to you. <laughs> and we're so excited to read this book. And we're excited to announce that we're going to start doing a buddy read chat yes. on Instagram. So that you guys can join in, read with us, and we will air the review slash discussion episode yes. at the end of the month. So for July, that would be July 23rd. July 23rd. 10 days after your birthday. We're not talking about my birthday. <laughs> but we're super excited to do this because, you know, our, our show is called Buddy Read. Yes. Um, and we want to get you guys more involved. Yeah. And, you know get more personable so you get to know us i mean a, a lot of you have you follow me on kim bookworm thank you and a lot of you are now starting to get to know me yeah hi and following her on <laughs> simon says xx just throwing that out there yeah wow on instagram <laughs> um, so that's what we're gonna do from now on we're at the end of the month we're gonna announce our book for the next month yes and also announce it on instagram as well as twitter and get you guys involved and we'll have a chat and then we'll do a review um and shout you guys out because we like yeah. doing that we didn't get to shout anyone out this episode so but that's all right you have next time right. to look forward to so the worst best man y'all yes the worst best man i'm actually intrigued by that <laughs> Literally. Like, this, what does that mean? Right. The story <laughs> is very, the premise is very interesting. So we can't wait to dive into yeah. it. So thank you so much for tuning in with us again for another Buddy Re, Buddy Re. Yeah. We can't wait to see you guys next time. Well, not really see you. But, you know, <laughs> you know what we mean. Tune in next time. <laughs> Tune in next time. Bye, guys. Bye. We're also excited to announce our first guest. Woo woo! We are gonna have the lovely Toya from At The Reading Chemist on our show for our next episode. Hey Toya girl. Where we'll be discussing Dear Martin by Nick Stone. Cool job. Yeah, Nia and I participated <laughs> in Toya's um, buddy read for it. And with everything that's going on now, but just in general, yeah. Uh, this book was definitely a book that needed to be discussed and we're super excited to discuss it with her. Yes, for sure. And we're super excited to have her as our first guest. Yeah, we're growing, guys. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so tune in uh, July 9th, I want to say. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> July 9th. Tune in July 9th <laughs> for that episode. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, CastBox, and Anchor.fm. Remember to also follow us on Twitter at BuddyReadPod to get all of our live reactions.